0: Well, yesterday was such a dream for Steelers nation that we had to keep you on your toes had to keep you waiting today is is this thing on Arthur Motes Wesley Euler it's the Steelers Blitz on SNR what's going on Steelers nation radio it's a, a little bit after high noon on a Monday afternoon and not just any kind of Monday afternoon here our favorite kind you know where to get at us. You're getting involved with the show already. Everyone tweeting us and telling us that they're here in Stan Saverin and not us, Mozi Yeah, we – again, you know, new studios, new kinks, new quirks, new issues. Shout-out to our fearless leader, Brian LaMartina, for getting it all figured out. Shout-out to you all for staying with us and rocking and rolling. We apologize for the delay. We are here now. Arthur Moats, cousin, how we do it. Yeah, we would like to take this
1: time to apologize – To absolutely nobody. (laughs) This is SNR.
0: (laughs) We do what we want. talk about the double chop chop.
1: (laughs) We're in the playoffs, David. So you know what? I don't care that we happen to be 15 minutes behind schedule. It doesn't matter because the Steelers (laughs) delivered something that (sighs) plenty of people, including myself, did not think would be possible. Uh, You and me both. And then not just the Steelers. I mean you got the Jaguars on board, you had the Raiders and the Chargers on board even though at times it looked like they were not going to be on board. Somehow, some way. Yes. We found a way. And Indeed. with that being said, Indeed. we will apologize to absolutely nobody.
0: Absolutely nobody. What we will do is we will all at once will exhale. All right. <sighs> the game was stressful. Sunday night football was <sighs> stressful. Getting us on air today was stressful, but Arthur Motes, it's all worth it on this special kind of Monday. A victory victory Monday. Victory! (laughs) Oh, Arthur Motes, playoffs? Playoffs? Ah, yes, yes, yes. I mean, it was a joke. I was was joking all last week when everyone was like, oh, well, the Steelers aren't dead yet. This could be, you know, this might not be the last game. I was like, yeah, uh uh-huh, yeah, uh uh-huh. Well, Mozi, egg on my head. I did not expect it either. But somehow, some way, with a little help from Jacksonville, with some craziness on Sunday night football, and uh, another Ben Roethlisberger and Pittsburgh Steelers defense-inspired fourth quarter comeback, here we are, baby. The show goes on. The show
1: goes on. I mean, it is crazy when you think about where we are In contrast to the journey that we've been on, and when you couple that with the personnel that we've done it with, I mean, everything has pointed to this team, you know, falling out of contention, uh, falling out of potential playoff spots and things like that, and that sometimes just even having dignity. I mean, because they had some embarrassing losses as well. But just like this team, just like this season, we've seen what – they continue to be resilient. They continue to say, you know what, even if we've had multiple bad quarters, we know how to finish games. And when you see them finishing versus teams where the talent isn't as, you know, prevalent in, in the sense of that – that margin between the two teams whenever it's close you see where that veteran leadership you see where you know the guys that we have are able to step up a little bit more and just operate with a little bit more confidence and efficiency in some of these high stakes moments like we're seeing but man I mean this is this is a true testament to not just this team but also to coach Tomlin and the job that he's done I mean we understand the scrutiny and we understand the high level of pressure that he's under constantly with the no losing season thing that we talk about here with the expectations of winning a Super Bowl every year. Well, we always say you can't win a Super Bowl without the first prerequisite of making the playoffs. Correct. And he continues to do that. Even in a year where we all felt like, man, this is the last thing we're talking about right now, it just goes to show once again how he is still able to get these guys to respond and how to rally and ultimately how to execute in these moments. And that's why we're in a position where now we are one of the chosen few to make the playoffs.
0: You know what? I'm glad you went there too, because you know, a lot of people, I even, there might've been a radio station that used to be across the street that was talking about this this morning. Mm. Oh, well, is it really worth going to Kansas City and getting smoked by the Chiefs? You is it really worth sending Ben out with two wins and then a and then a playoff blowout to Kansas City to lose seven, eight, nine spots in the NFL draft? Like, really? Jeez, really? Jeez. Is it? You know the, the Steelers. They 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 never want to accept the fact we got to rebuild. They win these two games backdoor into the playoffs, but is it really worth it to pick twentieth instead of picking? 13th whoa moats
1: I, I I'm looking at this whole scenario I'm
0: looking at this whole scenario the opposite way
1: ah uh, yeah like
0: doesn't the whole Steelers go for it every year there's no such thing as a window we want to build a team that can contend every year I mean some people would might even point to this season as but a that's, rebuild that's,
1: type season
0: isn't the proof in the pudding of why the Steelers do that doesn't doesn't this validate that like I think it does. If you were going to have a time to be like, oh, the Steelers, uh, pointless, meaningless end of season wins and stuff like that, wouldn't you pick a different year? Because this is why the Steelers do that, because you never know. Mm-hmm. And occasionally, you know what? Yeah, the Steelers did need a lot of help. I mean, they needed Jacksonville to pull off a big win against the Colts. They needed Sunday night football, some, some maybe some questionable stuff there that we'll get into and the good teams have played for the tie and the Raiders end up winning. They needed things to go their way. But that's why they always want to be in the race. That's why they never want to look at a season and punt on a season and give up on a season. And, well, let's just try and get a better draft pick. Because, Motsi, it doesn't always happen this way, but sometimes it does, where things fall for you. The dominoes that you need get knocked down, and all of a sudden, when two weeks ago everyone thought the season was over and we were just playing to send Ben out with a victory, now all of a sudden you're in the playoffs. And, and yeah, it looks daunting. And yeah, I don't think you and I are going to sit here and, like, some people are and, okay, here we go. It feels like 2005 all over again.
1: <laughs>
0: oh, I, no. I, res- I respectfully disagree.
1: You, oh, wow. You just go attack these people. You ain't even give no, them 24 no, hours. No, 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 no. I'm not attacking g- these people. Give them 24 hours at least. I respectfully okay? disagree. Give the people 24 hours because you know you're going to hear that, oh, this is just like oh, 05 or oh, whatever, 0,000, oh, whatever mm-hmm. year it was. Mm-hmm. That's oh, what we're g- it, it was oh, five. It was a wait. It was a we're gonna get this, mm-hmm. and I get it because you want to pull to something to give you the optimism. And you know what? For the next twelve hours, I'm all for it. I'm not. Hey, I'm not gonna say a negative thing about this playoff situation, man. You got twelve hours. I'm enjoying it. I'm enjoying it. But <laughs> I do. I do agree with this what is, you're saying. This is though. why.
0: This is why the Steelers want to be in it every because you never know. It, it, things might fall your way, and well, you might you might find yourself in the playoffs. Well, this is the thing. Um. When you have a team like the Steelers, let's not get it
1: confused. In Pittsburgh, we are a lot harder on this team because we watch them. We micromanage them. We look at every single decision, and we have that emotional investment as well. So a loss feels magnified. One bad call seems like 10 bad calls It's always magnified and heightened when you're this close to it. But – When you look from a broader perspective, a league-wide view, uh, vantage point, you'll see that the Steelers were just like a lot of other teams in terms of being right in the mix. And we said this year because you didn't really have a juggernaut team or two to really run away with it, it became a lot more where you're going to have maybe some average teams in there. But because there's so many other average teams in there, anything could happen right now. And we saw that down the stretch. You think about this Ravens team six weeks ago was drastically different in terms of their perception. Now through whatever the circumstances were that they dealt with, it changed. Cleveland is another team. It changed. The Chargers, it changed. And for us, it changed, but it changed in a positive way. We were able to start executing a little bit more. Get out of a stadium, get out of another stadium, find another way to win. And before you know it, you look up and you're like, man, well, we've been able to close the season out hot you know, and now we got this playoff spot versus a team that, yeah, on paper, the Chiefs are legitimate. But at the same time, we're not going to act like the Chiefs are unbeatable. We're not going to act like the Chiefs haven't just gotten beat two weeks ago. We're not going to act like
0: the Chiefs didn't just struggle with the Broncos on a- Saturday exactly. night. Exactly. So yeah. when
1: I when I look at that, yeah, on paper is daunting. But we said that about how many matches this season and we've seen with this team because this team is <laughs> this. I mean, when you talk about average, this is what I mean by that. Right. And spurts of the game, they're gonna look like they can compete with anybody in the world, and I think we've seen that every single game this year at spurts
0: in times. Except for maybe like Cincinnati and but Kansas in spurts City. and times, yes. they
1: like they can compete with anybody.
0: I agree with. And that. then they're gonna have spurts. They and beat times. the number one seed in the right. AFC, the Titans.
1: Then they're gonna have spurts and times where they look like the worst team in football, and then when you put it all together and then you you average it out, you get what we get, and that's what this team is, right? Mm-hmm. A little bit above average, not elite, but we know, hey, they can get streaky if they need to. But if they don't or if things don't fall their way or if the talent that they're competing against is of higher quality, they sure. will struggle.
0: Sure. I, I completely agree with that. I but think that's a, a, lot a fair of it, assessment.
1: But it's a good amount of teams this particular season that fall into that category. And that is why what you said, man, you never just go in and say, you know what, man, we're not even going to show. We're not even going to try. Because you just never know. That's why you play the game. And when you get out there, anything can happen. A guy might have an off night. Turnovers, injuries, anything can happen. All you want to do is get a chance. And right now, this team has done enough to earn that opportunity to at least compete.
0: Yes. I I think that's very well said. Look, you know, a lot of people, the day after Christmas, a lot of people were bah humbugging. And, and you know, this team loses 36-10. to 10. It was to the Chiefs, I believe, you know almost four possession game there. There were there was a lot of doom and gloom and it was I think a lot of people thought okay really you know all that's left in this season is let's send Ben out on a high note. Let's at least beat the Browns at home on Monday Night Football his last home game when the when the whole country's going to be watching. And it's it's amazing. Like that is why we love football because how fast these things can change and you know I had to uh bring back an old favorite here. Arthur Motes for mm-hmm, you real mm-hmm. quick. You know, I got this uh I got this clip of Ben Roethlisberger mm-hmm. celebrating from 2009 Mm -hmm. that I think is pretty pertinent right now here take a listen
1: and you know what offensive line who's laughing now (laughs) O-line
0: all right all right the Pittsburgh Steelers are in the playoffs Motsy that was, of course, Big Ben at the podium after Super Bowl forty-three, mm-hmm. when the Steelers had a lot like this year—the much maligned offensive line, who who was really good in the playoffs, and the Steelers end up winning the Super Bowl, and Big Ben gives them the "Who's laughing now?" offensive line. Oh no, Arthur Moats, I'm doing it. I'm starting to talk myself into some some you know comparisons of old Steelers runs of your here. Hey, you was j- you trying to shut you
1: tried to shut the whole thing Don't down. Don't let me do it. Let me find out. You tried to shut it down, and you were the main one that was going to bring it Don't up. Don't let me do it. How do you how, how do you do that all within one segment? Don't you didn't even wait till segment two. Like do think it. about that, Wes. You didn't even wait till segment two to shoot down the own the very thing that you let off with. <laughs> this is not going to be like those years. I'm not going to fall for the trap. Well, hey guys, uh, let me tell you something. Hey, man. This is kind of like this. <laughs> laughing now. Steeler fans in a microcosm, right there, baby. Ah,
0: you gotta absolutely. You gotta love it. it. You gotta absolutely <laughs> love it. <laughs> We are getting a ton of tweets. We will obviously get to those as we roll along. A reminder, for those of you, you might be tuning in here on this Victory Monday, all jacked up on black and gold. Maybe you're not a regular listener and you're just stumbling upon to this chaos that we call the Electric Factory, the Steelers Blitz here on SNR. You can get involved with the show. We'll take your questions, your comments, your concerns, your reactions, and everything in between at West Cellular at the Body 52
1: The Body.
0: Mozi, I got to know before we go to break. Your thoughts. Your feelings, you know. I feel like you and I, we both have our our areas of expertise here on mm, the show, right? Mm, okay, okay, okay. One that I like to lean on you in regards to is celebrations, okay, antics, emotions, things like that mm-hmm. of professional athletes, right? Because okay. you, decade, decade as a professional athlete, a high level college football player, you know, you know, you know all about that. You've been in those scenarios. You've won close emotional games. I'm right. sure you've lost close emotional games as well too games with implications, all those things. You and I have gone back and forth on this over the years. We've really gotten into the nuance of some of this. So, Arthur Motes, I got to know your thoughts, your verdict on Mike Tomlin having a little fun on Instagram Live dancing in the locker room after the game yesterday. Oh, you
1: know, I'm all for that. I mean, and that's the thing with Coach T, man. We talk about him being able to relate with his players. That's not new. Like, he relates. He he
0: gets it. They loved that. You you can tell in the reaction.
1: Man, whether we're talking social media, whether you're talking pictures for Instagram, whether you're talking tweets, like Coach Simon has evolved throughout the years. I just think about like, I guess even during our time, right, in 14th, 17, like we start to see him doing a little bit more, being mm-hmm. a little bit more out there. It's dope, though, because as a player, you always understand there is a natural boundary. It's a natural barrier between coach and player. Yes. Regardless yes. of how close you get, there's always this natural just divide. And you understand it, you respect it, but at times it does suck. And in moments like yesterday, you kind of get that boundary to get, you know,
0: just. Like best of both worlds. Right, you get that best
1: where it's like, hey, he knows that he can't do a full on, hey, we're going to party and go out and celebrate like we're all, you know, BFFs. But at the same (laughs) time, he can acknowledge that, hey, man, I love you guys' efforts. He can acknowledge that, hey. This isn't like this Big Ben's video. This is Marcus Allen video, right? And when you think about Marcus Allen, not in a negative sense, but just in terms of the hierarchy of the defense or playmakers, he's not the best of the best or a a top 10 guy on this team. But Coach T's connection is what? Man, you're one of my guys. I motivate you. You come out here and perform at a high level. He played a really good game yesterday as well, defensively and on special teams. It's like, yeah, man, Coach T, hop in that video. Like, those things go a long way.
0: And that's the appropriate time. Absolutely. If that's a week 11 win in no, Baltimore. No, no, no. We're, we're talk, we, we celebrate playoffs. We celebrate
1: divisions. Yes. We, we celebrate like, in terms of locker room celebrations. That is when it's appropriate. It's not appropriate if you just win a regular season game. No. But what did you accomplish? Playoffs. Playoffs. Playoffs are always significant. You know why? Because it's not guaranteed. And you can never reach your main goal if you do not accomplish the first step of that goal. So, without a doubt, I mean, it was good, and I thought it wasn't over the top. It wasn't like they got champagne in there, cigars acting like they, you know what Right, right, mean? right. Like, right. we saw Cincinnati, Cincinnati, y'all won the division, y'all got the cigars. Good. You know, we didn't do that. We felt like we saved cigars for the confetti, but I get it. I get it. Y'all ain't done it Their in a
0: sta- while. Their standard's not quite the right, same. Right, and I, and
1: I get it. And, it's and, and like we've always said, if the Pirates won the right, division, we would do we'd, the be, same. we'd be going right. nuts. So, yeah. it's like, I do feel like the celebration style was appropriate as well like i was all for that and i do think it goes a long way though in terms of your younger guys on the roster your development squad guys yeah. practice squad guys fringe roster guys because eventually those guys develop into starters they eventually develop into contributors mm-hmm. they become your cam sutton's they become your uh chooks uh Four. they become your zach gentry types right guys that didn't have the best starts but now they develop into key players on this team well, hey, man, when you're getting them on the front end, like how you see Coach Tom being able to party, not party, but like enjoy, enjoy a it. major victory mm-hmm. with those guys, well, when you come back to work, you know what they're going to be thinking. Well, hey, man, I want to get him to do that again. Well, I know he does that when we get big wins.
0: When we when, we're, when, when we, we win, when we do what we're we supposed win, to do, it's fun I, cause, around cause here. Because I can tell you firsthand, yeah.
1: Coach Tomlin would dance a lot with us when we was winning in the playoffs. It was not out of this world for, hey, we won a playoff game. Oh, he here dance with us. Oh, we want another playoff he dance with us again. Uh-oh, oh, we on social media. he in the video with us again. When you're winning like that and they're significant, yeah, he's all for that because he understands how much work it takes as well. You got to remember, I mean, for as much work as we put in as players, mm-hmm. ours is more physical and we have partial mental. For a coach, it's 100% mental. They don't got to deal with the physical, but they have to overdo it mentally to sure. make sure that they sure. account for all the other things that us as players don't account for. So, yeah, man, you feel that, and that's why – you know, when you get a moment like that, it just, You've got to it, enjoy it just it. makes that feeling that much sweeter.
0: Listen, a, a lot of people in, in aspects of life, I think, can relate to this. There's, If you work as hard as these guys do and you have moments like that, you got to enjoy it. I, I, I know we do the whole standard is the standard thing, but that doesn't mean that you still can't have fun in the interim, in the minutiae. And you know what, winning your last two games of the year, sweeping the Browns, sweeping the Ravens, coming from behind, having everything, you know, all those X, Y, and Z that needed to happen as well too, all that X, Y, and Z, and and you get it done. Yeah, I I love a a little outpouring of happiness in the locker room for sure.
1: Well, and I do think this also—the standard can still be the standard, and the standard is the standard. But that doesn't take away from the significance. Yeah. Of What's that these mean? You're never gonna smile it? unless you win the Super Bowl, right? Because what you rob yourself of is these smaller accomplishments. Yes. Yes, we understand the Super Bowl is the goal, but what about your checkpoints along the way? That's just in life in general, right? Imagine if all you cared about was, hey, I want to have a hundred thousand dollars saved up in my account. So you mean to tell me you're never gonna celebrate that thousand dollar raise? you're never going to celebrate that $5,000 bonus you got because right. it did not say $100,000 in the bank. Like, that is not realistic, and it's not healthy either. So what this is, the standard is still the standard. Trust me, even if Coach Tomlin left, we're always going to be seeing Super Bowls because that's the foundation. Yes. That can't be undone. Yes. That's there. But we will still be able to celebrate these smaller milestones, these smaller checkpoints and accomplishments that we're getting along the way with hopes that we eventually get there. Because we know that's why I said as a goal, because it's, it's it's hard to get to at times. But you have to also be able to account for the success that you're having along the way. And this right here is a very successful moment, especially when you take in the context of everything that's transpired between last season to this year, yeah. the coaching changes. Just remember, two weeks ago, we lost our offensive line coach. Oh, we forgot that, right? <laughs> oh, oh, yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. We wiped that on the rug, right? Oh, just yesterday in a game that we had to win, we didn't even have our defensive coordinator, right? Keep hmm. up, on. oh, but hey, man, we were about that. Just right to hold on the rug, right? Hey, hey, because hey. we got Coach Tom. Oh, but I thought Coach Tom was the worst coach anyways, right? So you can see <laughs> all the adversity, yeah. all yeah. of the odds stacked against some personnel-wise, coaching-wise, fired players, fired coaches, everything going wrong. It's true. But yet and still, they find a way. Yet and still, here we are as a seventh seed. Yet and still, teams that a lot of us, myself included, had on paper as better than, they still found a way to get into the dance where they did not. So Agreed. to me, man, it's one of those things like you just have to tip your cap to them in this particular moment because this is very impressive with all things considered. 100% agree. 100%
0: agree. It, it is. And again, you know, we it's fair to recalibrate things from time to time and, and you've got to enjoy what the Steelers have been able to, to pull off the last two weeks. And I think when, when Moats put some of that into context, too, Adrian Clem left. Keith Butler's not there. Um, you know, this, this team did have every reason to pack it in and uh, go try and get a better draft pick because you're not going to beat the Chiefs anyways. <laughs> um, and you know what? That's why you see Mike Taublin, he He was enjoying it a little bit yesterday. He was ribbing the media a little bit. I think some of the players as well, too. Uh, they deserve it, for sure. One of those guys that we have not talked about yet, that we've got to when we return on the other side, is, of course, your new – how do we refer to like, – can I say your new sack king, even though he sits on the throne with Michael Strahan? He tied the record. He's so, your, yeah, co, I mean, your co-sack, co-sack king? Co-sack king, yeah. we got to talk a little TJ Watt. we got to talk about this defense and just that effort in general from them when we come back. We're going to do a little Professor Moats.
1: Oh, I'm always waiting on you, baby. You know well, I,
0: I, I know we're off our mark a little
1: come bit. Come on but, now, know. man. You over here looking like I'll be in here unprepared, a little less a, than ready. On
0: a victory Monday. Come on, Monday. Now. I'm never caught less than ready. That's how you take it personal. On a victory Monday. We'll hear from Professor Motes. We'll talk a little TJ Watt. We'll get to some of your reaction. We'll do all that on the other side. He is Arthur Moats. I'm Wesley Euler. You're listening to the Steelers Blitz on SNR. Victory!